This is your host Peyton with Girls Gone Right. If you want to follow along with the video format, be sure to check us out on YouTube and hit subscribe. Let's discuss. Hi, this is Peyton with Girls Gone Right. Hi, this is Megan from Girls Gone Right. And we have Will Pope with us here today. I didn't hey. mess up the name. Huge news. <laughs> Way to Super go, Super easy name. Yes. Thank you for having a great name that you're, is just so hey, simple. You're welcome. You can thank my mom for that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Way to go, 100%. mom. Killer name. She's easy last woman. name. I love that. Uh, so we have Will on. We are going to talk about some dating things from a male's perspective because we are girls. And we obviously... Last time I checked. Last time I checked, we are girls. So we are very different. Hey, this day and age, you never know. You so never know. It's true. But we check. do know. We believe in generals. We and we think that, or we know that men have different perspectives when dating. Mm -hmm. And I think it's very interesting to hear what men have to say, because I can name you a hundred red flags that I see in guys. But mm -hmm. when I, to hear it from a male's perspective of red flags in women and such like that, especially in dating, it's very interesting. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, tell us a little bit about yourself, Will. Uh, my name's Will. Um, originally I'm from Kentucky. I've been living in Nashville for like on and off for like nine years now. Mm -hmm. Um, I did, I used to be a professional singer, so I did professional tours, uh, since I was like eight years old. Um, and that's why I've lived here on and off, um, since, uh, music city, music city, yeah. um, did tons of stuff like that. Was able to tour the world. Like I've been to over 70 countries, wow. which, was a real, which was a blessing. I did not know that I was going to have, Yeah, you know, when I'm, when I'm 25 and I'm doing it and I'm like, I, I had no idea that I wanted to check this, this off my list of things yeah. to do. Right. Um, but then I kind of got home. I wanted to start a family. I wanted to get a community. I wanted to start just like working on uh, just, just myself and like just building the life that I wanted to build. And so that's when I started to do business. Um, I was really bad at that for a long time. Um, and then I got really good at it. Um, mm -hmm. just as, as it should be with anything that you do. Mm -hmm. Um, so I've done marketing world, branding world. Um, currently what I do is I actually make Amazon brands, Whoa. uh, make Amazon products. And what we do is that we just build those up to a certain, uh, EBITDA, which is just a fancy word for profit. Uh, and then we sell them, you know, three, four years, five years down the line. Cause you can sell them at a larger, at a very large margin of whatever yeah. your profit is. That's, and so that's, that's the idea. And so then, and then moving, using that, I'm using that to basically, uh, wanting to make an investment fund. Um, for ministries that I'm going to be hopefully involved in, whether it's building churches. Um, I want to make halfway houses and mm -hmm. basically teach people how to uh, make money in the new economy because there's, there's, a there's a really fine line there and it's, we're not factory workers anymore. Mm -hmm. um, I also want to make sure that people have the, the right identity, the right rest and the right way to go through life because that will make their lives way way, way better. So yeah. that's kind of like me in a, like a very small nutshell. So wow. Okay, so that's incredible. Uh, I'm not uh, even mad. <laughs> I'm impressed. Oh, wow, thank you. Just, that's just me. Well, now I do. Like, that's just my life. <laughs> yeah. Well, that is really cool. So you have a lot of experience doing different things, heavily in marketing. Yeah. And, you know, you seem to have figured it out, like, these business ventures for yourself? Uh, I don't know if I've figured it out, but I am very good at just figuring things yeah. out, right? Yeah. So it's never done. Yeah. There's always something that comes up that I'm just like, I have no idea, no idea how to do this, but uh, I'm going to fix it. That's it's life. Fine. That's yeah, life. 100%. Well, I'll say with your very um, eclectic life mm. and you have traveled the world, 
and met a lot of people, you probably have some very interesting takes and perspectives on the dating world. I might. Yeah. I might. We're going to find out. met a lot of eclectic people. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. That's actually why I love Nashville, because, like, Nashville has some of the most interesting people that uh-huh. I've ever met here. It's the weirdest. It's, like, the we weirdest, coolest hub. I mean, example, <laughs> A and B right there. What? Super cool what? people. Super interesting people. Very interesting. Yes. We fall into the interesting category. <laughs> um, interesting also. in a quirky way. I'll hey, I'm just kidding. Nothing better. Nothing yeah, better. In a quirky way. <laughs> So how do you feel about dating? Are you currently dating? Am I currently yeah. dating? Well, I'm currently single. So okay. yes, I'm currently dating, I guess. Am I actively okay. dating? That's the question, right? Yeah. Am I am I actually looking for uh, my wife? Um, yes. So we talk about dating a lot on this podcast mm-hmm. just because prior to Megan, we were just like single girls talking, mm-hmm. navigating our single life. Megan's married so she can give a different perspective on this. But I'll try. <laughs> We have a lot of listeners, too, that are single going through their waiting season. And we just constantly talk about, you know, how we're dealing with it and how you should be dating and how mm-hmm. to date to marry. How what should you be doing in your waiting season to prepare yourself for your person type thing? Um, and, you know, it's nice to have a male's perspective. And especially with the red flags, we did an episode on this, but we want to hear from a guy. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get into the fun. Don't hold back. What are All some right. red flags in women? Um, I mean, there's so many. <laughs> so you're dating in Nashville. You go on first date with someone. There's so many in Nashville, yes. 100%. Whoa. You're um, on a first date, and, you know, what is something that you notice on the first date when a woman's, oh, you know, that conversation and there's a red flag? Um, if they never ask you a question on a date, major red flag. Major, major red flag. There has to be some, like— that shows your interest, right? Yeah. By asking questions, wanting to know about the other person, right? Yeah. Major red flag. That's happened to me on uh, a couple of dates before. And the person later on was like, why didn't you ever follow up? I was like, do you realize that entire time you never asked me a single question about who I am or what where I do or from. where I came from yeah. or anything about me? The entire time it was about you. And I don't fault people for that. Mostly it's just because people are like insecure. Yeah. And so they only can talk about themselves because they're like, oh my gosh, I've got to, I've got to show how good I am. Right. Mm -hmm. And I've got to impress this person. Right. But red flag, a rule that I live by is always be interested, not interesting. Mm, That's really good. That's That's really good. good. I like that. You're welcome. So (laughs) do you tell a woman after a date? You know, if they ask why you didn't reach back out or something like that, would you tell them like, hey, it's because you only talked about yourself or something like that? 100%. <laughs> nice. Yeah. How else are we going to learn? Yeah. You know, what else are we going to do? I'm not like going to be like, I'm not going to be like you were a giant, you know, well, uh, yeah. whatever, but I'm going to be like, well, this was actually the reason, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and that's exactly how I want people to respond to me. People are like, oh my gosh, like, how, can I tell this guy what he did? And he's like, yes, tell him so tell he can me. fix it. Otherwise he will never fix it. And yeah. he will keep running into this yeah. issue without him even knowing. So you're like, you're doing a, a service to these women. Yeah, absolutely. You're, you're helping them so. out. I think so. You're like, hey, you, you did this and uh, I'm trying to help you for your next date. And it's not going to be yeah. me. Feedback mm-hmm. <laughs> is important. Yes. Especially yeah. when dating, we're all human. And especially if someone's new to this or, you know, they just don't mm-hmm. know how to date in this world. It's really mm-hmm. hard. I think it is mm-hmm. good to give feedback. I don't want to keep doing the same wrong thing over and over again because no one's telling me what I'm doing wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. 
it helps. 100%. And I think that there's, there's that big disconnect is that no one knows how to communicate like that because we have such this offendable kind of persona and spirit that we have in America. That means anything that you say against me that I don't, that you don't agree with, Mm -hmm. I'm automatically attacking your character and your identity. And you're like, what? I like, are you what you do? Is that all you are? Is that the limit of a person that you are? Or is it, or is it who you are? How are you going to treat people? What you're going to do for your, your family, your friends, your community? Like those are the things to look at. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Life values. That is so important. I think you are so right when you say we have a lack of connection and communication, Mm -hmm. especially when dating. I think it's crazy where we are at. You have to go through a talking stage. You can't text someone after a date because you have to wait a certain amount of days. Never double text that whole thing. Right. It's insane. And then people give into this. There are people that participate in these toxic trends Mm -hmm. and won't text someone back because they want to play hard to get and they want the chase Mm-hmm. And it's insanity. Yes. It's so scary. I'm, I'm going to be honest. Sometimes I intentionally do those things just like not, I don't yeah. like not text people back, but sometimes I will do like, I will double text or I'll sometimes I'll be like, you know, do two dates in a row, like, like back to back days because I want to see how interested the person is. Yeah. I don't want to do this entire game scenario yeah. where none of us knows how we feel. And we're all just really just talking to other people and yeah. it's Nashville. So you can get on hinge in three seconds and find 30 dates, Yeah, you know, uh, especially, especially for, for girls. I know that's, I know that's a, a large case. And so I, so I try to break the mold a little bit just to see how people respond because if people respond negatively, red flag. Yeah. Big red flag. Yeah. It's like they're immature yeah. because they want to play these games yes. and dating is not a game. I think my perspective is date to marry. If yes. you're not going into that date, like this person could be my potential husband and I'm going to treat him with that respect mm-hmm. instead of I'm going to leave this date and talk to a bunch of other guys on my roster. Mm-hmm. That is so toxic and you are potentially potentially like there's the potential that that man is your husband and you're mm-hmm. going to treat him like that and you're going to treat him as just an option mm-hmm. and go out with all your other dates and see what else is out there like and, a buffet. Play, and play a game just to feel it out. Yeah. And how many times do you go to a buffet and actually find a good steak? <laughs> well, you just keep, you keep going back from all the little things that you like. You know what I mean? And never, like but subpar. never find the thing that actually fills not, you up. Yeah. And, and then you leave you know? and you feel like crap. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So what is your take on like the whole hookup culture and everything? The hookup culture? I mean, that's a broad statement. Um, honestly, the hookup culture today, um, I think is killing all of our intimacy. It's killing all of our real dating, all of our actual family building. It's killing our family unit. It's Mm -hmm. killing, it's killing, uh, any type of hope and any type of future that women and men want Mm -hmm. because it's completely taking out any sense of responsibility. It's completely taking out any sense of commitment. Yeah. And that just destroys it all. So, cause, and then it makes bitter people. Mm-hmm. And yes, it, I, and I tend to think that women hold bitterness in a different way than men. Yeah. Women hold bitterness in a jaded kind of way and, and men hold bitterness in a depressed, um, removal kind of way. Yeah. You know, they will go into video games. They will go into anything that does not involve uh, contact because they do not want to be able to feel the same pain that they felt before. Yeah. Women, uh, tend to, and this is a temperament thing. This is not a general, this is not a full generality, 
um, you know, 100%, right? But the temperament of women is that they're going to go, I don't want that. I don't need that. Get away from my face. And they're going to start treating people unkindly mm. and non and more and I, I don't know if it's more masculine, but they but they will treat people in a harsher way mm-hmm. than they would previously. So like a reactionary impulse. Yeah. It's it's yeah. a defense mechanism, right? Yeah. It's what we do to be able to defend ourselves to be like, hey, I don't want to get hurt. Yeah. Yeah. But are you mature enough to go through hurt to go through hurt, to go through suffering, mm-hmm. to be able to then, which is weird, suffer less, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know? I think if you go into dating and you have this wall built up, you don't want to be vulnerable. You're not going to tell the person how you actually feel. If it's like you're getting into dates, you're not going to be open and openly communicate. If you like that person, if you're showing an interest, Mm. like, oh, okay, I'm actually like starting to see a future with you. I think that this is going very well. There's a lot of people that aren't willing to do that because they think that they are going to get hurt. So they're going to build up these walls Mm -hmm. to not deal with that. But at the end of the day, you're losing the game because you could have just been honest and transparent and not have lost that person that you were forming a connection with, but you didn't want to be vulnerable because you didn't want to be disappointed. You didn't want to face that, oh, maybe they don't feel that same way about me. But at the end of the day, I'm like, it doesn't matter anyways. If they don't like you, if they don't feel the same way about you, it's going to end the same way. Mm -hmm. So I don't understand what the game is. I would much rather be honest with you, be caring, treat you with respect and be open with that. And if you don't like me, then it's going to end in the same way that it would if I was just harsh. Honestly, I think it's a coward's game. Mm -hmm. I think that you are legitimately a a coward. I think that you are uh, completely scared of everything. If if that's the game that you're going to play. Now you do what you want, whatever. I don't care really at the, at the basis of, of a freedom level. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, Mm -hmm. like not everything is good for you. Not everything is good for you that you're going to be doing. Right. And so if you're not even going to attempt to play the game or if you just put it on or if you just put the video game on easy mode, you're not gaining anything. You're actually just going to go deeper into the hole that you created for yourself. Yeah. 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 You're not learning from anything. You're not gaining anything. None. Yeah. You're staying stagnant. You're staying in place. And it's almost like you're not open or willing to learn from these experiences because you've just the wall or this defense mechanism and you're like get away yeah and it's and it's and it's just rampant and hookup yeah. culture does that and yeah. not like i and i i'm not even getting into this is just the characteristics of what's yeah. happening with it i'm not even even getting into the 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 chemical and biological happenings yeah. Yeah. from from hooking up from having sex mm-hmm. with multiple people right yeah. uh, of the of the of the of the like what is it the pair bonding which i don't like that term that just feels like a new term that people are just making up for something that, <laughs> that has a been a thing for the past 6,000 yeah. years. And yeah. like, we feel like, oh, science has this new word. It's called pair bonding. It's like, really? Because we should call that commitment. Mm-hmm. Wow. How about that? <laughs> yeah, and so the, 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 that, the, it's a, it's a, it's a spiraled black hole yeah. that we can definitely get into, but <laughs> you just have to give me some, <laughs> give me some ammo and I will go. So we, we covered the red flag, the okay. connection. Yeah. I, we're just, I mean, going we got more, we have more red yeah. flags if you want, but so would you go out with someone that doesn't go to church or that doesn't have your same exact values? Maybe they don't have all of them or like, you know, maybe they're missing one of the big ones, but they have very good qualities mm, and other things. That's a loaded question because I think that we make lists mm-hmm. and I think that we as humans are too dumb to make our list. Oh and yeah. What I mean by that is that we will put on things that don't even matter 
on onto a list yeah. and we are missing out on incredible people because we're looking at the wrong, completely wrong thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, gr- girls do it. Girls will be like, you know, we want the six, two, we want the, we want the 500 K a year. We want yeah. the blah, blah, blah. Guys will do it. I want, you know, a girl with a nice rack. I want mm-hmm. girls who are, you know, yeah. who are five inches shorter than me, you know, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Right. But that completely misses the character of a person. And I think that that is the key. And here's the thing. I have been in relationships where I, I, I have not been super attracted to the girl up front. Yeah. Um, but there was a spark there because I was like, oh, my gosh, I like talking to this person a lot. Right. And that person ended up being more attractive to me in the in the entire relationship than any girl that I started out that I was like, this girl is attractive. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But but that physical beauty and that physical attraction just like massively grew so just good. through emotional, mental, spiritual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's why I look at the values of of my non-negotiable, which is it is a list, but it's a non-negotiable list of character mm-hmm. starting as opposed to physical characteristics mm-hmm. or anything like that. So would I date somebody who who didn't go to church? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Um it, within the confines of did I, did does she go to church? I mean, does that mean does she know the Lord? Does she does she love Jesus? And she just hasn't found a church. You know what I mean? But like generally, if you're saying not go to church because they, she doesn't know the Lord and she doesn't believe in God, mm-hmm. no, because yeah. that's why would why would I do that to myself? That's then making my relationship harder mm-hmm. for the for the values and roles that I believe mm-hmm. that we have. And I think we do throw around the word gender roles quite a bit. Yeah. Um, and we never, and I, I think there's a lot of things that men and women agree on for gender roles. The problem is, is when we get specific about them mm-hmm. and that's when, you know, girls would be like, I can do whatever you want. Sure. You can, but are you going to do that? Are you, are, is that going to be the best use of your ability yeah. just doing the things that I can do? No, no. Right. Yeah. Yeah. More red flags for you. There you go. I love gender roles. And the only reason why I ask that question is I always say that I don't date libs. And that is one of my things is I would never consider that's like my box that should not be checked (laughs) when dating. And then everything else I did, I will say I did used to date with a list of things that I'm just like, he's got to do this. And it wasn't like anything physical because I'm would much rather connect with a person with conversation. And to me, that defines if I'm attracted to them. Yes. It's not what they look like because you can meet a, I guess an objectively attractive person Mm -hmm. and you know that they're objectively attractive, but if there's no actual connection, there's no, I'm not attracted to you. I know that you are a good looking person and other people will look at you that way. Mm -hmm. But if there's nothing there, I'm not attracted to you. So I think the list is just kind of silly in that sense. Sure. What, what do you mean that, what, what do you think that is from like, what, what, what do you think it is to have that, that knowing somebody is good looking, but not being attracted to them? What do you think, what do you think is the, the spark it's an, that makes somebody it's attracted? It's the emotional intimacy part of it. Like you, that makes someone attractive? But can you yeah. do that like immediately in, in, a, in like meeting somebody, right? That's a question. <laughs> I I think the emotional intimacy, it's not some, it's a slow burn. Like you said, those slow burn relationships Uh at the end of the relationship, it is so much hotter. Like, and I mean hot in the sense of passion. Like you have Uh so much passion for that person and it's something that builds. The thing is when you meet someone that's a very, like very attractive or you just have that immediate connection, 
sure, that's great. But a lot of the times it's so hot and it's like so much all at once and it burns out so fast mm. and you have nothing else burning. Like mm-hmm. if you are building this relationship, you find out these things and they unfold throughout the relationship, like love, respect, loyalty, and it turns into so much more. You make memories, mm. you are building this thing versus you meet someone, it's so hot at first. You don't, you haven't figured out everything that you would have in a slow burn relationship. Mm-hmm. And then it's just kind of done by before it even gets started type sure. thing. Yeah. I mean, this is the, the and this is the, the funny part that we that we follow is that we tend to agree that our body's desires mm-hmm. are not always the best course of action, right? Yeah. Yeah. I would love to just have two pizzas a night and <laughs> you know, some some Ben and Jerry's and it's yeah. like be like, yo, this tastes good, yeah. but I feel horrible. I'm gonna yeah. get I'm gonna get I'm gonna get fat immediately. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Why am I giving into my body's desires as opposed to directing those my body's desires? Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? The, I mean, like the, the Bible says that the, the heart is deceitful above all things. Mm-hmm. Doesn't that make sense? Yeah. So yeah. why am I allowing my heart to have that initial spark? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go, oh, I get to follow that. As opposed to, hold on, let's look at that. Let's examine that a little yeah. bit. Let's see, does this person have any of the characteristics that I want uh, mm-hmm. my wife to have? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm, oh, that's what it is. She's just hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're like, oh, I didn't like you. It turns out you were just hot. <laughs> Boys, come on. <laughs> It's it's so true, and I've seen that while in this dating world is you can go on a date with someone, and I will know there is a spark here. Like, there's chemistry. I'm attracted to you. Yeah. And then I just won't go out with you again. I think that you're attractive. They probably know that they're attractive. They have that mm-hmm. confidence, but I'm not going to see them again because the conversation wasn't great, or I didn't connect in with them the way that I mm-hmm. have the standard to. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, conversations need to be deep. I think you go on a lot of, you know, in the dating world today, a lot of things are just surface level. Mm -hmm. And it's so hard to break that, to have a deep conversation. A lot of people are not willing to break that surface level. I think another problem with our society and red flag for just people in general is that they, we take deep things as things that should just be talked about. Yeah. Yeah. We have traded we have traded deep thinking for this space of you can only go there with like your partner and like a couple other people. Mm-hmm. When if when that was used to just be the basis of conversation was yeah. hey, what is this idea that you have? Let's change it. Let's uh let's uh let's let's uh what's the word? Uh, when you juxtapo- when you juxtapose it with another idea next to it, let's talk about that. That's deep conversation. Yeah. So what is this idea that we even have of like, I have a whole list. I've got like 40 questions that I ask women over time when I'm dating them. Um, (laughs) Because you got to know, like, why would you like, why would you expect that you want to go on the same vacations if you never talk about it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Why would you expect, oh, we probably will both want four kids when she wants four and you want one or whatever. Right. Yeah. So I have this whole list of things, but why don't we just be able to like, these things should be commonplace to talk about. Oh yeah. Yeah. So what are some questions that you should, that people and that maybe you ask on a first date? Uh, that I ask on a first date. Okay. So my first date is a little bit different. So I, I, since I know, since I usually do all that stuff, I always want my date, my first date to be uh, fun and kind of like, can, can this person, can this person talk? Can this person yeah. get into things? So I actually ask um, a list of questions like, Hey, uh, first, first question I ask is usually, Hey, if you could go to dinner with anyone in the world, they were dead or alive, who would it be and why? Mm. 
Wow. You get to really know somebody that way. Yeah, hey, interesting. if you had a day completely for free, what would you do and why? Because you know, because one of the things that questions can do when you are in a uh, entry level dating is that you can lead, you can lead the questions, yeah. which means that they can kind of get an idea of like what you, of what you want them to say. Right. Mm. If you're like, Hey, what are you not like, do you go to church? Usually when somebody asks that question, they want to like, yeah. they're hoping you say yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They're not like, do you go to church? And they're going to say yes and be like, oh, I'm out, right? Yeah. Most likely not going to happen. So you can kind of lead the question a little bit. When you, when you ask open-ended questions like that, you can, they, there's, no, there's no lead. So like you're going to get truth yeah. out of what they say. So that's how I start it. And then second date, I usually get into a lot of stuff like, hey, um, hey, what do you, like, do you, like, do you believe in God? Yeah. You know, what is, your, what is your pathway with that? What is your history? Tell me your story. Yeah. Um, and then usually third date, I have a really fun date. Like we just go do something fun and Aww. yeah, but like that's the idea. How many kids do you want? Um, which people are like freaked out by that question up front. Just like, I got to know. I don't want to waste my yeah. time. My time is valuable. I could be either building a business, hanging out with my friends, hanging out with my family or, or, or rather we're just kind of hanging out with each other. Cause we think that we each other are kind of attractive, yeah. right? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm good. I'll yeah. pass on that. Um, I mean, like th those, those are the questions like, Hey, what kind of roles do you think that men should have in a relationship? What kind of roles do you think women should have in a relationship? Hey, what do you think about our current state of affairs with uh, America? What do you think about of our current state of affairs with the entire world as it is? Like, these are questions that you should be asking because you get to know what people's political views are, religious views are, how they want to be able to move forward in life. And I, I don't think we even know to ask these questions. I don't think we can. I think most of us don't even think of, oh, that's a question. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a question, and it's something that you should be absolutely have. And if you ever want like a really fun thing to do, you should go through uh, divorce listings, and you can go through reasons of why people got divorced. Oh, and you can be like, hey, maybe I should talk about that beforehand. Yeah, be that's so I avoid this divorce. Idea. You know, I think. How do you handle money? Are you in debt? Yeah. You know, do you it's have a plan important stuff to talk about. If you are about. in debt, one hundred percent. And people don't talk about these things, and especially, I think it's important to front load. I want to know all of this right off the bat. I don't want to yeah. waste my time. If we're not in the same place and we're not looking for the same thing, what are we doing here? Yes. I don't want to continue that. 100%. It's just going to be resistance. It's going to be really hard on both of us, especially if, you know, have that connection and we are not looking for the same things. It's just pointless. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people f in society, it's not looked at as why are you, people question why you're asking these things on a first date. Why would you ask them if they want marriage? Why would you ask them how many kids they want. It's so people think that it's weird to talk about this on a date, but I'm like, wait, why is we're dating to marry? That should yeah. be the purpose. We're dating to marry. Mm -hmm. Should you not want to know all of this? We're not dating to marry anymore. That's the problem. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. No one is dating to marry. Actually, and everyone's dating for the next hookup. Well, that's what mm -hmm. I was getting at with the emotional part of it. It's even first date, second date, third date, like no one. It seems like today especially, and this was a question I wanted to ask you both, is is it harder to date now with social media and online apps and things like that when, like, there's so much facade going on and, like, you're like, wow, that person looks really attractive on Instagram, but then they show up and you're like, woof. <laughs> I mean, it's easier for me. Yeah. But I would say that it's harder for most men. Okay. 100%. Okay. Be not because every woman is now getting 10x 
the attention that the sh- that she got before. Yes. Right. And even someone who objectively would be a, you know, four to six on a, you know, objective attraction, physical only scale. Right. Yeah. Is still getting 10 X the attention uh-huh. that she mm-hmm. got before. So is it a red flag for you if a girl's Instagram is public? If it's public? No. Okay. But if it, but when a girl's Instagram is full of uh, booty shots and quotes that say, yeah, the, my life is amazing. Look oh at my, my gosh. Ass. Right. That, that, that's the <laughs> obvious one. Like, sure. If you're like doing the whole thing where like you're on the beach and like, you're looking back and like your song is hanging <laughs> out. Really, you're like, what is and happening? It's like, look at the that's beautiful the, sunset. Girl, look at your booty. <laughs> I mean, my Instagram is full of those, but I digress. Yes. Um, <laughs> go check it out. Um, no, those are the obvious ones, right? Yeah. But when yeah. someone, but even like the ones were just like, the, like w- when girls don't smile in their photos, when yeah. it's just like, um, unless like you're a, like a pure model and you're like, this is what I do and this is yeah. only what I use it for, right? Mm-hmm. But if you're not smiling, if every shot is of you is showing too much skin, like mm-hmm. red flag, I don't want to deal with that. Yeah. Because not only, because not only is every guy able to look at that. Every guy is wanting that. Uh And you, I'm sorry, at the end of the day, are responsible for posting it. Yes. You are not responsible for what they say, but you are responsible for posting it. You shared it. You wanted the attention. Right. And so whatever they say, I will rebuke men for that too, because men are weak 100% when it comes to that stuff. And I actually really feel bad for women right now because women only want this 1% of men, but it has become such a scale of like it's 0.1, right? When that scale should, should actually go farther, right? Yeah. Now at the same time, there's a lot of stuff that women have that they don't realize the extent of, of depravity for men and also how hard it is to be a man and all of these things. Like they're missing it on, on a major scale. Um, that's why like the feminist movement gets, it's on my nerves and not because I, not because I, I value women very highly, Yeah, you know, my sister's about to have a baby. So I'm doing whatever she wants for yeah. this entire week. Right. So literally, like literally she can call me at like 2 a.m. and be like, well, I want blah, blah. And she has a husband. So, so, so she's fine, but I will do that. <laughs> Anyway, do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah so yeah. I, I value the women in my life very highly. Yeah. But I don't think, I don't think women understand the difficulties it is, right? Because it's, it's the feminist movement. It's the, it's the, hey, you have so much more than I have. And in fact, you're just like, men were just as oppressed as women, if not more oppressed for the longest time in history. Yeah. Because we were the ones who died in battle. You know, Andrew Schultz does a joke on this. He's literally just like, women, time to fight for equality perfectly. And it's so true. I know what joke you're talking about. Yeah, and he's, and he's just like, he's just like, you know, 5,000 years we were fighting lions, tigers, bears. And he's like, you women were like, yeah, boys, you do that. Oh, you are brave, yeah. right? We're going to go pick the berries. Yeah. You know, and as soon as he was like, and as soon as the AC got in a, in a, into a building, you're like, we want equality. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's so true. Yeah. Every, After like, everything was, all the hard stuff was done. Yes. And now we're like, okay, well, now we can be equal. Right. Oh, oh, you want to see in that building that men, that men built? Oh, why did, and here's the thing. Why did men build that? Why did men build that? For men to work in it. <laughs> that's, that's fair. But why would they work in it? To provide Support for their woman. woman. Boom. Yeah. Family. Crazy. Yeah. What a concept. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. 
so interesting, especially you see feminists, the, the toxic femininity in the dating culture. Mm-hmm. You can see it so clearly. And, you know, I date men, so I'm not really sure what it looks like for you. But having friends. You think I date men? What did you yeah. say? Right? Well, I said I date men, but you date women. So you see it oh, okay. more. The toxic yeah. feminism, I don't see it because, you know, I see toxic masculinity. But, you know, just seeing it in culture, women are so complex with their femininity or their toxic feminism in mm-hmm. dating. Like they want men to pay for the first date, but they also want to go on dates with like six other men too. Yeah. And they want the respect, like you better not be seeing anyone else, but I'm going to go see six other guys this week. Right. Which is a complete, which is a complete lie that women have been told this entire time is that you should be able to do that. You should yeah. be able to do whatever you want because your WAP is perfect. And mm-hmm. that's what gives you value. Yeah. And you're like, what are you talking yeah. about? What would happen if I went around and said my <laughs> genitalia, male genitalia gave me value? Y'all would think I was nuts. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. that's a perfect example of music and culture today is. Oh, Hollywood. It's a whole. Yes. It's, uh, bleh, bleh. But, you know, in the 90s, rap music and even in the 2000s, men rappers would talk about that kind of stuff. And I didn't listen to it because it's nasty. It's vulgar. I don't need to hear that. My ears don't need to hear it. My brain doesn't need to be infested with it. Sure. But when Cardi B or whoever, Megan The Stallion, I don't even know because I it's crap. Who it's sings crap. That. Comes out with a song <laughs> that but stands like, oh, for that. For sure. <laughs> the song that stands for that. What message are you sending to women? Like, not a good one. It's about it's, it's the devaluing. Like, let's teach women how to devalue themselves devalue. so much. But that's the problem is that they don't think it's a devalue. They think it is a an increase of an value. So you think that men having, any man having access to you, that values you. To me, access is, the highest value is where you cannot get access to. It's not, not everyone has right. access to it and that's high value. Because they feel like they're doing what men have done for centuries, which is complete BS. Yeah. Men have not done that for centuries. There was a very small subset, very small percentage of men who are able to do that for yeah. centuries. Mm-hmm. So don't bring this into on, on all of men. We're all victims. That's, that's, we, we, we're not, and we're all victims in, in scenarios. Why, Fam, why famous people are victims of crazy things too. Like, why is it just white men? That's what I don't understand. The man, men are part of the human race. It's men and women. There are two of us. There's two genders. So why is it only one race of that gender? I don't understand it. Why is it just white men? They well, get hate on so much. Because we have to put something on them. <laughs> on that mm. specific race, we have to do something to, you know, make things equal, but you know, at the same time, make everyone a victim. It doesn't make any sense. It's nonsense. No. It's so bad for you. Yeah. You should. You, you should. I do. I'm going to give you my Venmo victim. and everybody my Venmo after this. You can Five dollars. Reparations, right? <laughs> this poor Reparations. white man. You're, you are a victim. Thank you. God, I've been waiting for somebody to tell me this for so long. Affirm me, please. You're, You're like, this is me too. I'm going to start wearing a penis hat everywhere. Too. Yeah. Yeah, I should. I'm impressed. <laughs> yeah. It's a shame. Yeah. Straight, and women have done this men. to me. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to be expecting a check, ladies. Thank you. It's <laughs> a tragedy. So, you know, there's this statistic that I really hold on to and that I've talked about a lot and probably just because I'm maybe trying to justify why I'm single. So it could be that. <laughs> it's a little bias. I read it and Jordan Peterson has talked about this statistic as well. It's very mm. interesting. So it must be true if Jordan Peterson says it, but... <laughs> 
There, High likelihood, yeah. Yes, there is a st- statistic that you, you says, have to read it like him, though. Oh, gosh. No. Yeah. On one to ten, how's your impersonations? Let's see. Yeah. There is a stat. That's like it. <laughs> <laughs> Intelligent right. oh, women. <laughs> he always sounds like Kermit the Frog. I love you, Jordan, but no. <laughs> I won't even try. No, um, I won't try. It was bad. So there's a statistic that says mm-hmm. intelligent women are single longer. Oh. What do you yeah. think about that? Do you think, why do you think that this could be true or do you just want to completely debunk it? Uh, oh, it's 100% true. Like, it's, <laughs> well, you can't get past it. Why? How, how does Validated. that not make sense to be true? 100%. More intelligent women are lo- are single longer. That's the, that's the t- statistic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Listen. <laughs> Listen. Validate me. Um, here's, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Someone's put her tiara on and is ready to go. I'm ready. Ears, wow. My ears are listening. Hey, um, why, won't, why won't people date me as I am so sorry? <laughs> I sorry. am so sorry. Wow. Um, all right. First off, women who are smart, who are single, or who are single longer, I do not think are wrong. Just like I don't believe, I don't necessarily believe women need to, um, de-alpha themselves i think they need to find men who are more alpha Mm. um that does not mean that you are more masculine you still maintain your alpha femininity right yes there's a very there's a very fine line between between alpha and masculine and alpha and feminine all right still there um but no it's not wrong it makes perfect sense because why would why would someone who can be able to talk on on a on a higher on a higher uh, level yeah why would they not want that equals? Because yeah. that actually that actually makes more sense to me than people who are who are physic like uh, who are variants in physical, right? Yeah. Some some people who have are the same hotness level. Yeah. I know, and I'm like, I don't know why you guys are together together because you cannot have a good conversation to save your life. But someone who might be hot and smart, but sort of hot and and uh, super smart as well, when they meet up, like I said earlier, that that attractiveness level just massively increases. Yeah. Right. All at one time. Yeah. But I mean, I, I, th- that makes perfect sense. Plus Jordan Peterson's like hardly ever wrong. So that helps. Mm-hmm. He is yeah. kind of a genius. I, I agree that it comes down to the sense that you have to have a good conversation with someone. And when I say, when I'm looking for an intelligent man, it's not that I'm looking for a rocket sure. science. I want someone who's emotionally intelligent and they can talk about, deep things, thoughtful conversations. I will say, I will say that sometimes women don't, women think that they want to talk about things um, that they don't actually want to talk about. Mm -hmm. They think that you want to have, they think that they want to have the same conversations as they, as they have with their girlfriends to their men. And when you, when, when you find that in a guy, you always 100% of the time, end up not attracted to them, leaving, wanting to move on because you're like, why don't we just be a man? Mm-hmm. Well, you chose a girl. You chose a smart girl <laughs> is what you, is what you chose. Thanks for coming to my Ted talk. Y'all. <laughs> that, that was really good. And I think it's a different perspective on the dating culture because we are moving towards a godless society. Yes. So it makes it very hard to date yes. in the sense to find someone that doesn't just put Christian sure. in their bio, but actually loves God and goes to church and worships and prays and is an active Christian, not just posting that they're a Christian, that it's in their bio, but they are an active Christian willing and doing those things that they need to do to grow their faith. That is so rare. 
it is so difficult to find. So when you go into this dating culture, a lot of these people are just, you know, they're doing all of these things that are red flags, but in reality, it's godless. It's nothing more than being godless. Oh, we're not godless. We've just moved our God and we are now our God. Yes. We are very selfish. Self-worshipping. Because that is, hey, my desires come first. Hey, I feel this way. So this comes first. Yeah. There is no self-denial, no responsibility, no check on our do's and don'ts, our green flags, our red flags, right? Yeah. It's everything is a green flag because I want to do it. And how can my desire be wrong? Yeah. So check your own red flags. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that is great. It's a great way to look at dating and people shouldn't be dating. You know, you do you, but personally in my dating realm, if I'm dating someone like we are dating to marry or I'm just, I'm not playing to waste time. Mm -hmm. And like you said, there's better things to be doing than just wasting people's time and getting attention because the attention that you are seeking should not be coming from all of these people. That's not the attention that you should be putting your time into. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I think that really comes down to finding someone that is on that same path, Mm -hmm. that is growing in their faith and that is open about that and that is dating to marry. Someone who has answered that question to me. That's what I want. Yeah. Yeah. Because that will make everything so much easier. Because if you can self-deny yourself that much, you can change a lot of stuff. Yeah. Well, dang, I don't want to talk about red flags anymore. That one's just blown out of the water. That one's (laughs) gone. We don't need, red flags aren't a thing. They just need to love God and date to marry. And you're you're just going to change. Like it's, it's not that the red flags go away. Right. Yeah. Because they're obvious. Like, Hey, you know, check what's in your own eye. Right. Yeah before, before you go out, but you're not going to change if your heart's not behind it. That's why people will go. That's why people will have these same conversations that we have right now. Mm -hmm. They will still go out. They will still go get, they still go get drunk. They will still have sex. Mm -hmm. They will still, and like do whatever, do what you want. That's not my point. My point is you will do all of the things that you don't want to do because you don't actually believe it because there was no heart change from the inside out. So start your heart change. Your behavior is going to come. I promise. It's not going to be instant. But it's going to come. Mm-hmm. So that's how you're, you're going to fi- fix your red flags. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Well, I was going to say, my my red flags in men. <laughs> come on. Let's go. We can do this. But it's kind of, now it's like, you know, you're dating. If you are seeing these red flags, you're dating the wrong people. But I think you have to date the wrong people to know more of what you want. No, come on. Let's go red flags in men. Because so, I want to know what, what red flag y'all have seen in me too. So like, so. Okay. <laughs> Okay, Besides so the fact I'm perfect, generally, I when I go on a date and, you know, I ask a man, what is he looking for? Why, what, do you, what, is, what are you looking to get out of dating? Uh-huh. And they say that they're still figuring out their dating goals. Immediately done. No second date there. Mm-hmm. That's just a veto for me. Oh, you just want to hook up? I got you. Oh, okay. I'm good. <laughs> <Look at me. laughs> yeah, I just know that you want a wife coming into this and mm-hmm. be prepared for that. And you need to be at that point in your life where you are ready for that. Here's the question. Why do you think that men are not ready, though? Why do you think that that's a red flag that, that so many men have? I think it comes down to masculinity. Masculinity, I think a lot of man, men don't know what they want in life. Sure. And they also don't know what they want in women. I think that it's because they have all of these other women that are also willing to just put out so easily. Mm-hmm. Like, why sit on dates with me when you could just go on a date with some girl and get what you want with her? Mm-hmm. So, so it's like the market. You 
have to see what's going on in the market. And, you know, it could be that. Right. So we could say masculinity, right. But like, where, like, what do you mean masculinity and where did that actually start to like degrade? Uh, when women got the right to vote. Oh, <laughs> we're going there. Okay. Yeah. 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 <gasps> Oh, you mean when they didn't want to do the draft, but they still wanted to vote, that whole thing? I don't yes, think yeah, they should they're vote. Like, I want my... You don't think women should vote? Women no. should not vote. Whoa. Women should not vote. Green flag. 100%. Green flag. I, don't, I think that's when everything <laughs> went downhill, is do when women got we, the right to vote. We mm. vote. Women are way too emotional, and we, we, we think too emotionally, and therefore, we vote emotionally. That is... But intense, and I like it. It so goes when, deeper. When we go into the voting booth, we're going, well, Joe Biden cares for the gay community. I'm like, no, no I want money and I want to make a living. Ooh. Yeah, I want to be secure in my bank account. I want to know that I'm going to be able to live a long life from the economy. I want to put food on the table. I don't care about yeah. these communities because. Life has to happen before that happens. Because my community is going down the drain, right? Yes. So how can I how can I help somebody else with them when my, when I'm such in a poor spot, right? Exactly. Ooh. But masculinity I, really just went downhill when women got the right to vote, and I think it has to do not just because women were liberated. That's it comes down to the fact of the household. Women were pushed to go out to work. They were taken away from you know, their gender role, which is mm. raising the children, taking care of the household. They got taken away from this. We had a nuclear family going, right? Mm -hmm. We had set gender roles. And when women got the right to vote, that was all destroyed. Women mm -hmm. went to work. They weren't doing the things that needed to be done, like spending time with their children, making dinner, things like that, that a husband appreciates because catalyst. he's out working mm. all, all day. Like that is how things need to, to function. Mm. And no role is better than the other. However, we do have very different gender roles. And I think that that's when masculinity went downhill. It's because now men are out there working and they, uh, they come home and the woman just got home from work too. The, the children, their biological needs aren't being met. Mm. And also I think that when a man votes, it helps bond the nuclear household in the mm. sense that women are now looking for a partner that's going to be a good father and that's going to vote as a household. It keeps things more of a unit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think I think women getting the right to vote was the catalyst for all that because it was like yeah. okay vote it was like okay go work facts. go work it, it was don't before, have kids. it was before that but sure yeah it was like <laughs> go vote don't have kids no, well, it was it was it was it was the world wars is yeah. when it happened because baseball it, because is that well <laughs> <laughs> like a league of their own thank yeah, you baseball That's did it a to movie. Us. <laughs> I know wow. There's so, no crying in okay, baseball. Okay, first off, blanket statement for me. I don't mind women voting because I think that women have a very good um, vocational sense and they have they do have an intellect. Yeah. However, when you allow an emotional, any type of emotion, men or women, men men will go and they'll go crazy, right? Yeah. So so if you allow that emotional impact to, to uh, impact what your logic says, yeah. yes, 100%, right? So I don't mind, but... What I do mind is the fact that men's responsibility was taken away for so long. And, it's, and it started in the World Wars because that's when all the men were shipped away uh, to fight um, a, a war that should have been fought, right? Mm -hmm. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying this. Like, the bad things happening um, that, we, that we wanted to take care of. But as soon as they came home, then women had entered the workforce. So they didn't want to go back. Uh, so then men, men were stripped of their responsibility mm. of what everything that they were supposed to do, Right. Right. And then that was therefore the implode of the starting of the implode of the, of the family. Mm -hmm. Because then, like you said, kids weren't, were getting their needs met. They weren't being able to, to turn into boys and then therefore turn into men. 
they, they we so like we just started raising like babies. Yeah. That's why you see 30 year olds without, you know, still in their, in their mom's basement because they don't know what to do because there was there were never there was never a trial by fire for them, which would happen in most societies at 13 yeah. to be actually turned over to be a man. And Sparta, they made you go outside and go kill a freaking wolf or whatever. And they're like, and if you don't come back, oh, that sucks. Yeah, men. And that was it. Men need purpose. We have to have a purpose. We have to res- we have to have a responsibility. We have to have a mission. And this does not go against my previous statement at all about wanting to know what your purpose is and wanting to answer the question because once those questions are answered, then we are able to actually actually go for that mission and destroy it. Yeah. Thank you so much yeah. for coming on. I know that this is you we're just basically blindsided of what would this was going to be, but I think we had some good conversation. So yeah. I'm excited for you guys to hear this. Yeah. Yeah. And we got a boy's perspective, guys. We did. There are two genders in there. (laughs) They're all at this table right Mm -hmm. now. So, yes. Very exciting. Well, thank you all for coming on. And thanks for listening to Girls Gone Right. See you on the next one. (laughs) I just wanted to see how long he was going to (laughs) wait. Okay. So now we have to. Oh, rude. Let's do do a a cover. Oh, yes. This is going to be our. Can y'all, like, attack me or something like that? Hey, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, like, let's look at him like we're, like, mad or something. Because, like, we're, we're talking about, like, feminism and things like that. Is this good, you think? Like... Okay, lots of options. Yes. Great. That is, like, the, <laughs> the most awkward five seconds of the whole entire thing, that's hopefully. Some, that's right you've there. never been the... theater. Oh, that's right. You're there. You're like, I've seen it all. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Girls Gone Right. Be sure to check us out on YouTube to watch the video format and check us out on Instagram at Girls Gone Right. 